to this episode of Shonen Flop, where we talk about manga series and Shonen Jump that didn't make it big. I'm David. I'm Jordan. And this week, it is our two-year anniversary. Jordan, can you believe it? Oh my fucking god, I can't believe it, David. What the hell? What the frickin' hash? We got sponsored by Disney, so we can't swear anymore. I thought we were supposed to stop doing this like a year and a half ago. Why are we still doing this, David? I feel trapped every time I get out. They keep pulling me back in. I know. You're just too good at co-host. Oh, it's true. I I have to pay off the mob, and this is the only way I can do it, David. <laughs> yes, I love our patrons. <laughs> <laughs> Legally mandated responses aside, we are talking about Golem Hearts again. Oh, yes. If you didn't listen to it, we didn't do a chibi because we'd already read it. So we ranked every series so you can hear Jordan and I fighting about where to place mm. some series. And make sure you don't listen to our first uh, recording of this because it probably sucks. <laughs> this is our second episode. <laughs> yeah, but you know who doesn't suck, Jordan? Uh, uh, who? Our guest today. Whoa! Jeremy, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Do you mind telling yeah. the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am a comedian and writer, and I'm the editor-in-chief of the video game satire website Hard Drive. I love the Hard Drive. Oh, thank you. Is it okay to say it's like the onion for video games, or is that... Did I just extremely offend you? No, no, no. We ripped off the onion wholesale, and I take a lot Good. of pride in being the onion Good. of gaming, because the onion started their own video game thing after us. Really? And you'd think that that would be the onion of gaming, but we've stolen that from them. I'm just imagining it's onion, but instead of an I and an O, it's a one zero. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Onion Gamer Network. Play on IGN. It's OGN. Okay, okay. That's lazy writing. We've defeated them, and they've lost to us. <laughs> you know, they, they got a lot of stuff to do, I guess, is the thing, you know? <laughs> we stole our whole website from them, but we've we've won. <laughs> you guys wound up being uh, the Onion for gaming, and they wound up being the hard drive for, for the Onion. For normal stuff. <laughs> yeah, for just news. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeremy, do you have like a particular favorite article um, on the website? I, I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> you know, I'll say this. I'll pick a favorite. One of my favorite ones is there was a big argument at the time when, fuck, what's the Sekiro came out. Mm -hmm. There was like Sekiro, should it have accessibility issues? Uh, accessib this is such a long explanation. But there was this big accessibility debate in Sekiro. And there was an article on some website, Forbes, about how there should be accessibility features. And then Forbes ran another article later in the day that was like, no, they shouldn't. So we ran two back-to-back -back articles that was like, Sekiro must add big anime titties. And then we ran, no, Sekiro should not add big anime titties. And I just like that one. I have to say an article I saw today, actually, where you're like, video game delayed during release of own trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember how Metal Gear Solid 4 had it, a joke about the game being delayed in the trailer where it said coming 2008, like write and cut it, and it said 2007. And then the game got delayed till 2008 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh man that is awesome so i'm so excited uh, i know you have some other awesome things that you're doing so i'm looking forward to you telling the audience all about your uh, monkey business that's a joke for everyone who listens to the warm-up i get that joke i get that <laughs> reference <laughs> but you know what else i get is going into the manga details so let's mosey on there this is created by gen osuga and this author actually is running in shonen jump right now they created a series called doran doran Yep. which is, is not right. Essentially, <laughs> I like how Super Eyepatchable said it was probably created by a bunch of executives based on focus group data because that is not a series with a lot of soul, which this series Ooh. had some heart, but we'll get into that. 
at least one heart. Yes. He also created some one shots, which people say were a lot better. I know, Jordan, you personally like the pilot for this series a lot more than the basic one, but we can definitely dive into that. And it ran from August 29th, 2016 to January 23rd, 2017. And it was two volumes over 14 chapters. And Jordan, do you remember why we picked this as our second series to cover? I know why we picked Zitman, but I honestly can't remember why we did this series. I kind of just assumed it was like, well, we got to do another one. I remember the third one was, so our first ever guest journey was my friend Nigel, who was awesome. He pays for the cover art um, we talked about. And I just assumed he played golf, which I think everyone assumes Nigel plays golf. Giving off a golf vibe. Yeah. And so we did a golf manga because we were like, oh, well, he'll want to talk about golf. And I was like, so Nigel, like, what'd you think of the golf? He's like, oh, well, I've never played golf at all, but it seemed interesting. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, I just like totally gaslit myself into just assuming you had loved golf. Do you know the comedian Mike Kaplan? (sighs) That name sounds vaguely familiar. He's like a very nerdy comedian. I've never I'm not like friends with him or anything, but he's a comedian in New York. (laughs) I booked him on a comedy show that we did for Hard Drive like many years ago where we were having comedians play video games in front of an audience. And I never met him before, but I booked him on this show. And during the show, he's like, yeah, I've like never played video games. And I was like, what? Look at those glasses. I thought you were a gamer. You could tell that he like wasn't really happy that I said that, that I like just assumed (laughs) he was like super into video games. And it was very uh, embarrassing for me. Oh, gosh. Maybe he should uh, have a little bit more respect for the gamers in his life, you know? (laughs) Gamers work hard and fight for our rights. Yeah. (laughs) I will say he was very funny. And you know what? Maybe it sparked his love for it. And maybe he plays it to this day. What game was it? Little Nightmares was the game. Oh, that's a I, the sequel came out like last yeah, year, right? It was right when the first one came out, I think. You know what we have time for, Jordan? Uh, bed. To hear your plot summary. Oh, that too, yeah. Let's move into about the manga. So, fun fact, I wrote the plot summary the first time I did it, so I'm excited to hear the Jordan <laughs> remix of the plot summary for Golem Hearts. Lay it on us, big guy. Oh, yes. Back in the old days when you when you did you did the plot summary. Things have changed. Things have changed around here, Podcasts David. Podcasts have changed. Golems are little household appliances, you know, like the animals from the Flintstones. They're created by arcanists who manipulate them with golem arts, which is alchemy from Full Metal Alchemist, but less cool. Noah <laughs> is a golem that is also a young boy who was created by his master, Lamech, who's just like the best fucking dad. Like, seriously, man, he loves his son. Lamech wants to be the best arcanist in the world, and Noah wants to be the second best because the first best is his dad. He is the best boy. Then a Nazi shows up from like, it's called Chernazam or whatever, but I don't know. It could be a stand-in for some European country and attacks them with his own golem. He wants to kidnap Noah because he is the number one special boy and also a golem. He basically kills Lamech and Noah goes into gear four, destroying the evil Nazi golem and hurting the evil Nazi uh, human. Lamech is fucked dying though until his friend ear who happens to be the 10th best arcanist in the world just happens to be walking by at that exact moment and just happens to have the surgery nen power from hunter x hunter so lamech doesn't fucking die lamech then wakes up in the hospital and begs her to teach noah some golem arts trademark so that he can defend himself (laughs) from hate crimes Ear is hesitant, but she gives Noah a golem coding challenge to stack 10 coins on their edges. And David inserted a joke here uh, where he says, 
talk about a stack overflow, so thanks, David. No one can't do it until his future rival, Erebus, happens to stop by to demonstrate that it's actually fucking easy and Noah <laughs> needs to get good by stacking 50 coins. The next day, Ear walks in to see that Noah stacked 51 coins. Fuck you, Erebus. And I think Ear's name is supposed to be pronounced Ire, whatever. Popcorn. David. Five years later, and it's time for Noah to take the God damn it. He's taking the fucking tuning exam. Oh, God. <laughs> oh so, my God. Yeah, Jeremy, so many fucking of these series have stupid exams that just kill the entire <laughs> plot. All the momentum just dies. Literally, there's like an editor who's famous for jamming it in in one series we read. Just was like, fuck you, editor, for making me add this to the manga. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was great. We meet some fellow students. Carrie's a... Uh, this, sorry, Adrian? Carl's. Now, how could you fuck up that name, David? Yeah, that perfectly all... normal American name, Carl's. Yes. C-A-R-L-E-S. It's like Charles without the, the H. <laughs> Translation is just so fun. Yeah. A friendly guy who secretly kind of twisted. Jordan wrote Joker face. If that was in there, I fully missed that subtext. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> that he was twisted? Yeah. Whenever he started attacking, he'd be like, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of kind of dark and messed <laughs> up. And, uh, you know, you might not want to mess with me. I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, a little messed up inside. <laughs> we live in a society. Yeah, pretty much. text. <laughs> and Lily, who's a neurotic mess that must be protected. Yeah, she must be protected. She's the millennial representation in this yes, series. Yes, yes, yes. Erebus is there too because he's the Sasuke. The exam challenge is to infiltrate the base of terrorists named Sodom, which is secretly occupied by a bunch of Arcanist teachers, but it's actually really housing a random terrorist who killed all the, all the teachers. There's a boring fight and Noah wins and gets his hunter license, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Popcorn, Jeremy. Here goes the Federation and, and argues that Noah should join, but because he's a golem, they don't want him to. And then the guy who te does the exam, he vouches for Noah to join for some reason. And, and then they all three of them get in. So then they're like, all right, if you want to do it, you can go to this place where there's a really scary riddle golem. And he's a riddle golem because that means that they're stronger or something like that. And uh, they get there. Oh, they're like, oh, the number eight and the number like 12 best wizards went. Oh, there are arcanists. <laughs> golem wizards, yeah. What are they called originally? Like scholars of sorcery. And, and then like on chapter four, there's like, actually, that's too long. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Arcanists. Ah. So then they get there. The manga is like, oh, by the way, this is also supposed to be scary sometimes. So here's like their mangled corpses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, had a little bit of a tone issue. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the art style did not work for this. No, mm. no, no, no. So yeah, every every uh, page is like, I'm going to be the greatest warrior who ever lived. And then it's like, here's the eighth best guy. And we've ripped his eyes out of his head. Yeah. It's like if Doom was drawn like Pokemon. So then they go in there and then they have to fight like this, like stupid evil golem who can talk. And then uh, they use the bad boy. What's his name? Erebus. He uses his special yeah. night power on Noah. They kill him, but they don't kill him because he's going to turn him into a good robot because he's a robot lover. They have a big fight and then it cuts to five years later. And then they're like, oh, Noah actually is the greatest in the world. And Noah's like, no, I'm not. My dad is. And he invents microphones. He does invent microphones, yes. Kind of invented radio, I think, because he yeah. was going really far. So they're like, you are the best inventor man of all time because you have <laughs> invented the radio. He got the number one special boy trophy. Yeah. And they're like, how did he get it? Who cares? Cut to five years later. Yeah. Would you be surprised? It's actually pretty normal in a series. You're like, well, we're out of time, so we're just going to skip the entire <laughs> like five years of writing we were going to do. And just and as Jordan noted, we went to we skipped to chapter 153 of the series from 14. Is that what it says? That's what it felt like, you know, like 
That would have been a funny d- thing for them to do, though, if they just said it was 153. I think Matama Security is the closest one to doing that joke, where they actually did a joke so funny, it's almost I'm almost glad they got canceled, because essentially what happens is they do a time skip, and it's the two characters kind of recapping, like, this story so far, and then one of the guys is like, oh, remember, where it's like, we got stuck in, like, the Riddle House, and it's like, you got your soul taken away from a demon, and she's just, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? None <laughs> of those events ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> By the way, uh, do you know why they're called Riddle Golem? Because you find them puzzling? Yeah, it's because nobody really knows why they're so strong. It's a it's a riddle. <laughs> I think right. that's like textually why they're called that. I'm pretty sure that's like the actual reason. All right, let's get into the characters. I will kick it off with Noah. So Tucker had a light week this week where we can we know how to say that guy's name. But yeah, so Noah, he is a golem. He's bad at golem arts. Nice guy, very wholesome. He wants to be friends with everyone. He's just kind of by the book shonen, soulless, or uh, like just lawful good protagonist, I guess is yeah. really all there is to say about him. He's a good boy. He's very nice. He likes his dad. His dad likes him. And it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, is there anything about Noah you'd like to mention? It's interesting that he has like a biblical name. It's like the author kind of did research, but not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is probably the most Jewish, culturally Jewish series I've ever read, to be honest. There's definitely Jewish like influence. I mean, Lamech looks like fucking Groucho Marx. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Outside of like the words, there isn't. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Noah was a Larry David type, <laughs> I would be more interested. <laughs> Just fucking Larry David is the protagonist of Goldmark. <laughs> yeah, that would be oh kind of fun. Oh my God. God. Oh man. Uh, Jeremy, you're going to have some good stuff for where it could have gone, I can tell. But um, speaking <laughs> of the dad, Jeremy, I want to give you the honor of talking about the most wholesome manga dad we have ever encountered. So can sure. you tell us about Lamech? Did I give an ach? Lamech? <laughs> this guy, his whole thing is that he's like really stupid <laughs> but noah thinks he's great i appreciate that he wants to be number two so his dad can be number one. Oh, that was really sweet so he's really sweet really stupid and uh they throw in a tragic backstory at the end so you don't feel yeah. too good about it i love the running joke with the coffee how he makes a golem to make him coffee but since he's really shitty at making golems the coffee is terrible and he keeps forgetting and just spits out the coffee immediately <laughs> Also didn't catch that. <laughs> so this is the first manga I've ever read in my, oh my life. God. And I feel like it's a little overwhelming. Like there, there's a lot going on in them and I had a little trouble following it. And I feel like I read it. Don't sweat it. Like I was the fucking aliens from Arrival where I was like reading all of it at once. You know what I mean? Jeremy, then let me say I very much appreciate it. And I will happily give you recommendations of good <laughs> manga to read if you are not washing your hands of this entire medium, which I could understand. Don't worry. We will recommend Chainsaw Man to you. Yes, legally, we actually have to. I have friends who my whole friendship with them is just recommending Chainsaw Man to me. That's our friendship. <laughs> Do they want to be on the show? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give you their contact. <laughs> Jordan, why don't you tell us about Captain Garbo? And I can't believe they named the villain Garbo. So good. Um, so he's a Nazi. You want to talk about the next character now? Okay, sure. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's really nothing to him. It seems like he's trying to be like um, Christoph Waltz's character from Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. But the author's not good enough to pull that off, basically. So he's just like some random creepy military dude who shows up at the beginning of the series, gets his ass kicked by Noah, and then shows up in like literally like the very end like when we have that this random jump to like far in the future where it turns out if this series had kept going that dude would have been the final bad guy yeah which is like an interesting choice i don't know if it's a good choice in fact i'm pretty sure it's not a good choice (laughs) but uh interesting decision 
Yeah, this is not unheard of, Jeremy, where a manga will be like, I'm just going to kind of retrofit a character because we don't have the time to set up. Like, Cop and Dolphin, like, pretty much drastically changed the purpose of one character just because they needed it for plot reasons, even though it didn't really make sense. Tokyo Shinobi Squad. Yeah. They get to, like, the last three chapters and um, they still don't have a final conflict. So just out of nowhere, the main character's mentor, who we've never met before, just shows up. He's like, hey, Jim. We call him Jim Naruto. Let's (laughs) fight to prove that you're good. And then he actually kicks his ass. And then um, that's the end of the series. (laughs) Yeah. All right. (laughs) God. Uh, Speaking of mentors, Jordan, Air White, his mentor, Noah's master. So she is air or ire or ear. I'm not sure. Well, are on the side of caution and go with whatever pronunciation. So she's a gold master, novice teacher, typical girl that's rough and tumbly, eats a ton. Those are all stereotypical shonen traits. I like her, though. You gotta get props to series treats women with more respect than the average manga we've covered on this series, but we'll talk about that in the positives. The highest bar, but hey, it clears it, you know? A lot of manga don't clear it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the problem with these characters is like there's no depth to any of these characters. So I totally understand if y'all don't have anything to add after I just give the one down. Kind of just eats bread. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeremy, do you mind telling us about Lily Bell? Lily is, the, I think, the least of the character of the like you could cut <laughs> this character. Yeah, she shows up for the test. But yes, she has the most depth. Yeah, she has a personality. Yeah, yes. yeah. So she is she like a cooking golem? What, what do we know? Which one she? No, she does healing. That's healing, right, 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 right. That's why you're like for no plot reason she should be here, but we need to. We want to have a girl in the group, despite not writing her to yeah. just pass the test. Okay. I did like the moment where they they show them all standing there and it zooms in on Lily, and Lily's just like, "Wait, why am I here?" Yeah, I, I had the same thought. <laughs> I was wondering that fucking too, author. I thought her uh, reaction face was funny enough where I didn't get mad about it. I was just like, all right, okay, yeah. So her (laughs) thing is that she's nervous. That's her big personality. Yeah, big mood. Yeah, she's got anxiety. (laughs) She's got anxiety. Constant. You know, she needs therapy, and I don't think they're giving it to her. No. No. There should be a therapy golem. There should be a therapy golem. There's everything else. They have, like, Taylor golem. Yeah, it's a living. That's what I imagine all the golems saying. I'm surprised they didn't talk about golem sports. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been cool. Well, that would have implied that the author did something interesting with this premise, which... Um, I know. All right, Jordan, why don't you tell us about Carl's? First of all, Carl's is a very interesting name. <laughs> He's just kind of a laid-back, chill guy, but, like, you get into a fight with him, and, like, man, sometimes he just goes crazy. He just snaps, you know? He just gets, like, a little bit more, little bit too violent, you know? He seems like he has too much of a good, of, like, a good time inflicting violence, you know? But, he, but he's a nice guy. No, I, I don't know what the fuck was up with his character. He got kind of... Yeah. On my nerves by the end. I was just like, dude, I don't care if you're edgy. All right. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not even the edgiest character because there's no. the designated token edgy character, Urbis. Yeah. He just kind of feels like an unnecessary character, Carl's does, because, like, the author felt like he needed Erebus and uh, Lily because he's trying to create an exact recreation of the Naruto three member squad, I guess. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why Carl's is there. To be his friend. So they, get, they gotta get the friendship lines out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's always good to have friends, you know? You gotta have a bunch of lines about friendship. And if it's just the mean guy, then you can't really say that that much. <laughs> it's true. That's true. The, uh, Erebus absolutely would not say that Noah's his friend because he is a dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But is there anything more we want to say, Erebus? I know this isn't like particularly praiseworthy because it looks he looks incredibly generic, but I did like the way they like made him they like the darker features in the other characters. Like I liked his style a little more. I can respect that. It's not original. It is something. 
<laughs> that's Golem Hearts. It is something. Yeah. I liked how his Golem did have that like dark motif where like yeah. patterns were very blocky to represent like um, kind of a medieval knight style. I thought that that was a really clever design choice. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, Arab is just kind of a douchebag. Yeah, he is. I like how his, his um, thing is called Nyx, which is a cool name for a Golem. Yeah. Yeah. Nyx. Yeah, that's Jewish. Jews love the Knicks. <laughs> that is true. They do. That is a real thing. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think this character section is very forewarning about the issues this series had. So why don't we go into why it failed? So on the topic of failure, I'll start things off. This series, like, it just doesn't do anything well. The art is mediocre. Yeah. The writing is mediocre. Yeah. The series is like, if this wasn't the second series, this probably would have been a strong contender for series we most forgot, except <laughs> for the, the quality dad. Like, damn, this series just fucking is like the most vanilla, vanilla shit I have ever, ever read in my entire life. Yeah. So that's the crazy thing is he really wanted to not offend anyone, but then he made this series unnecessarily violent for no reason. David, we could say it. He made the series unnecessarily violent because Naruto is strangely violent in a lot of places. But Naruto has an art style that can handle that. Golem Arts really does not. This artist is just not that good at drawing. <laughs> I think that this art style can work, but it has to be way more lighthearted, which this artist should have done anyway, because the best parts of the series are when it's lighthearted. This guy sucks at villains. Yeah, and that is a problem his current series has as well. Uh, But Jeremy, how about you? Was there anything that really stood out to you? I definitely don't know enough about the art styles of manga to like mm-hmm. compare it to anything else, but I did find it like visually confusing. Yes. I don't feel like I, I got through any fight scenes really knowing what happened. Yeah. I do feel that some of your issues with the series, like you're like, oh, it's because I'm new to this. I'll be sure <laughs> if you, this series has very bad paneling and structure. Okay. Yeah. It is not you being inexperienced. There were multiple times in the series where I was like, wait, what happened in the last panel? What am I looking at? And the fact that this author has fucking terrible proportions doesn't help the fact that his paneling is also bad. And then story-wise, also just confusing. Like, they don't tell you anything. Like, you guys were saying, like, oh, it's, you know, like the Flintstones. But, like, they don't tell you that. Like, it's like, you're just kind of thrown in. They're like, you'll figure it out as golems. You know what a golem is. You know what a golem is? Yeah, right? Ancient Jewish folklore. Japanese people know a ton about Judaism, right? Yeah, and don't worry, it's not really that similar to that. That is true, it's really not at all, actually. It uses the names, and then it doesn't do anything with, like, this could be one of two manga we've ever talked about that was strangely Jewish-based. The other one was a manga that's about the metaphor for the founding of Israel. (laughs) Jordan can confirm. It was really weird. That's that series, Red Sprite. Very strange. But yeah, yeah, this series, like, I think we're struggling to talk about it because it's like, it's kind of like my brain is like Teflon. Everything about this series just slides off. This author was clearly afraid to do anything new and interesting because he wanted to play it safe. His latest series that we talked about is even more generic than this series because he doesn't even have like an interesting like backdrop. It's just pure genericness. And to be honest, I kind of think maybe this author shouldn't be making manga because he did not have five years of improvement between this and his current series. Fucking brutal you know i'm fucking devastating this man but it is true that is n- he did not experience five years of experience between making this and making duran duran well that's because he didn't actually spend the five years he just wrote five years later and then expected <laughs> yeah. that 
that there would be some sort of training montage between that. Yeah, we we just uh, assume, you know, like, uh, <laughs> look, man, it's, it's been five years. You just you assume at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what Shonen Jump did. They were like, oh, it's been five years. What? He's not going to be at the same level he was before, right? He's going to he's got to be better. Yeah. God. One thing I wrote that I think expresses kind of the vibe of this series. This feels like the four kids dub mm. of a better series. Like all the edges are roughed off. The violence is polished away. The character interests and traits are removed. It's just dumbed down. Hold on, the violence is not polished away. It's just not polished in at all. It's just kind of there and really awkward to look at. Yeah, it's almost like they tried to remove it, but they couldn't. So they did as best they can. And so the series totally doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah as someone who doesn't watch a lot of anime and, and doesn't read manga, if you were to ask me to like come up with an idea of like what I don't like about this genre, like this is what it would be. Just like really yeah. cheesy, <laughs> corny jokes about like a guy who cares a lot about friendship. Yeah. You probably have some experience with JRPGs, right, though? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There you go. Same thing. There you go. <laughs> you, you know anime. It's like the stereotype of like what I don't like about this stuff. <laughs> the series does feel like it's missing like um, some kind of merchandise tie in. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely made for that. Yeah, but they never actually got to the point where they introduced uh, the interesting things you could buy. Can I ask you guys, how does this work? So, like, does someone hire this writer to, like, make a specific run? Like, why does it end so quickly? Like, do they run out of budget? So, the way it works is usually an author has eight chapters to kind of get started, and then they start evaluating the performance of the series. Mm -hmm. And knowing how well a series is doing is kind of like nerd astrology, where people have different theories about how to tell how well a series is doing. So, like, for instance, some popular ones are... They do polling results, but they're not openly available, but you can kind of guesstimate just by doing like talking to people. And then there's stuff like sales data and then also placement in the magazine and series near the end of the magazine tend to be canceled. But people are kind of they fight about if that's accurate or not. Yeah. But so essentially after eight chapters, the offer kind of sees how well they're doing and then they get canceled and then they get three chapters to resolve things. Gotcha. So often like in these manga, like Jordan said, like a guy came out of nowhere at the end of Tokyo Industry Squad three chapters before it ended. So the series had some way of resolving. So this guy knew around chapter 11 like in the middle of the riddle goal where he was like i need to wrap this up and finish the series so that's why chapter 13 and 14 are very much like let me show you some ideas i had even though the series is about to die yeah um, and then they just get can't it's kind of like a tv show you know they just sure, get sure, canceled sure, sure, and that's yeah. it they don't don't make it anymore gotcha every uh manga author is really just they're just trying to make it you know they're trying yeah. to put their stuff out there and prove their worth to the world and then they prove that they actually don't have that much worth to the world it turns <laughs> out yeah yeah I will say, by the way, 14 chapters is like near the almost bare minimum runtime. Sure. So the series got canceled about as quickly as it could. Yeah. And maybe it's because we mentioned the villains suck. Yeah. Yeah. He has no ideas. Oh, my God. This series was killed so hard by its exam. Art. Yeah. I feel like the series was starting to go in an interesting direction before they jumped to Noah being a teenager, you know? Yeah. When he was a kid and it was just like, oh, this weird little golem abomination is um, is learning, quote unquote, golem arts from a quote unquote golem arts specialist or, or like expert or something. And that would have been more interesting if for no other reason than maybe we would understand what the fuck golem arts is if they didn't <laughs> yeah. jump forward. Yeah, because I have no clue what the fuck they are and why I should even care. It's based yeah. on the, the, the density of stars. <laughs> of course. Mm, yes. Speaking of jump forward, y'all mind if we go to what it did well? Sure. Yeah. I don't think this will move too long. Yeah. So, so, well said, Jeremy. So do you mind kicking things off and telling us, though, what were your positive points about this series? Okay. Number one, this was uh, not horny at all. I thought this was going to be very <laughs> yes. horny. No, sir. 
No horniness. Jeremy, you don't understand <laughs> how refreshing this was. We just got off of reading. Oh, that was a bad way to say that. <laughs> we just re finished reading like two back to back uh, pedophile mangas. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. It sucks. It's really fucking sucks. So when I read, when I started reading the one shot, and in the one shot, the bad guy is an adult who creeps on children. Sure. Oh my god, the bad guy is a pedophile. At least it's the bad guy. Thank God, a manga <laughs> that acknowledges it's bad to go after sixteen-year-olds. We read a manga that sexualized twelve-year-olds, man. It sucked. Right. Yeah, it was so bad. Our guest was like, I don't feel okay finishing this. And we we're like, that's fine. They were right. Jesus, that sucked. As far as the order goes, you want nobody to be a pedophile. And then under that is the bad guy. Yeah. And then under that is the good guy. And then the final worst one is when the audience is the pedophile. And it's like, you like this, baby. Or the author is the pedophile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, for the record, Jordan, it was not back to back because we read Hungry Marie in between. So you're welcome. You're right. Hungry Mary was the savior of that moment, but we did then have to finish reading it. <laughs> oh, poor Jordan. But that was definitely a good thing. This series definitely yeah. not creepy like that. Yeah. Like 0%. Oh. Like fully not creepy. I mean, the series is wholesome. That's why all the violence doesn't make any sense, because this should have been like a PG rated series. Yeah, it's very strange. His dad is just like probably one of the nicest dads you'll ever meet among and it was just that was just a nice character to read about. I yeah. think that this guy is just in the wrong genre. I don't think that he should be making action manga at all. Yeah. He should be doing like kind of slice of life like manga. Like I'm not I don't think this guy could pull off high school family, but he should be shooting for a manga with like the tone of high school family. Oh, yeah. So, Jeremy, for reference, high school family is one of our favorite series. It's about a teenager who goes to high school with his entire family. So his dad, his mom, his what is it? Nine year old sister and their yeah. cat all enroll in high school with him. <laughs> that's it's very cute good. it's just ridiculous one of my favorite jokes is they have like a graph showing everyone's grades and the cats is a fish <laughs> that sounds very nice i have one last positive but does anyone have anything else before or? it's hard to come up with stuff to say about the series like legit after the uh final like battle starts i feel like you can just stop reading it <laughs> Yeah, I'm honestly. not even talking about the final final battle. I'm talking about the battle against the the riddle golem. I just kind of yeah. felt like nothing happened at all. Oh, I talked about negatives in the positive section. Yeah, Jordan, that give you a good idea about how this series yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, I got one last positive. I want to give this series a thousand points out of ten million, but still for not killing Glamek yes. in the first chapter. I yeah. bet you the editor said do not kill him, and he 100 percent wanted him to die. He in that wanted first chapter. to kill him. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right yeah. well, that's about it <laughs> should we go into where it could have gone it sounds like y'all have some ideas how to fix this series yeah so i will pick up this section yeah i think the big thing is this series needed to actually explain its lore and i think maybe do more with the judaism thing like i like i want to be like it could have been cool to be deep cuts i know that causes issues because people don't know what you're talking about but does that like really matter like who gives a shit it'd just be like a fun wink to like jewish people reading this manga David, in order to do that, you have to first build up a knowledge of Judaism and Jewishness, and the author <laughs> didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's something interesting in that. The author heard that the Pokemon Golem uh, comes <laughs> from Judaism, so he was like, there you go. I did it. Yeah. 
I will say there were a couple moments the author clearly meant to try and take this into some kind of angle about discrimination and prejudice. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. That was a little tedious, though. It was a little strange. It was tedious and strange. And it felt like it was getting into the the whole X-Men issue where, like, <laughs> the whole series is just like, um, oh, look at these evil racists who hate these mutants just for being mutants. Problem is uh, that metaphor doesn't work because in real life, minorities and oppressed people usually cannot fire laser beams out of their eyes <laughs> and destroy people's minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we tell them. The fear is a little bit, a little more justified in the metaphor world. And that's the same thing here, because after they say that we meet an evil golem that Noah could turn into. And if you if you have that metaphor, it kind of feels like you're saying, oh, well, you know, there is some kind of reason to feel afraid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look how powerful these Jews are. You know, I mean, we got to okay. step in, you know. Oh, jeez. Uh, so, Jeremy, what about you? What would you say you? would have tweaked about this series or where it could have gone it's hard to really um suggest ideas for it that don't sound like a completely different thing because like this That's totally fine the lore of this have nothing in it you yeah. know what i mean yeah they don't ex- ever explain what any of this shit is no i think if i were to make a golem manga i would start from scratch and i would have it be different villages or cities that each have created their own protective golem and oh. um, they're somehow like at war with each other G Gundam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's goal. It's Jewish Gundam. That's what yes! the G stands for. Yeah, 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 yeah. G Golem. <laughs> oh, that's good. They're not piloted by people. They're made of you know fucking clay or whatever, and they uh, punch each other. The G stands for Gefilte. Yes, yes. So that's what I would write. That sounds good. I had two different ideas. One is like, what if Noah is a competent and he's trying to make his dad famous? So he keeps like kind of saving his dad's ass in situations. It's like in case closed where there's like a shitty detective and the main character who's a child, but he has to have the adult take all the credit. Or Inspector Gadget. Yeah. And then the other idea is what if Noah wants to be in the military, but he's only good at making nonviolent golems and he has to figure out how to apply like a Taylor Gunham, golem, <laughs> I said Taylor Gunham, into like combat situations. So imagine like the Taylor golem just like, ties like people's like clothes to the floor and stuff or I, I something stupid like that so those were two different ideas and after i say i think the first idea is a lot stronger than the second one <laughs> so that's my spiel of how i would have redone this series but david that also brings up a point which is i wanted weirder powers yeah yeah they're pretty boring it's just typical oh he's got a really strong fist and like he can punch real real good and then this guy he's got like multiple arms so he can punch like multiple times it just felt like they were gonna go into a much more logical kind of way like i mentioned in the plot summary that it seemed like Iyer was giving noah a coding challenge (laughs) yeah and I would have le- liked to have seen more logic-based powers. I mean, the problem with that, though, is then you have to sit down and come up with interesting logic-based right. puzzles. You have to be a good writer. That's the issue. You have to be a good writer. <laughs> you have to have some <laughs> sort of idea that you want to execute over X number of chapters, which is doesn't have. Maybe some yeah. themes or some motifs, perhaps. <laughs> Which reminds me, one of the big issues is that, like, the one shot, I mentioned that it was better than the main series, and part of that is because, well, the main series is ripping off Naruto. The one shot seems to be ripping off Full Metal Alchemist, and oh my god, it is a way better fit. It is (laughs) such a better fit for this series than Naruto is, because the Golem Arts are basically just like a ripoff of Alchemy anyway. Yeah. 
And Noah just fits way more in there because it's just like, what if Ed was like just kind of a really wholesome, adorable guy instead of the character that he is? It wound up feeling a lot more like its own kind of unique series. Yeah. Oh, one last idea has Imagine if he like that whole like tonal mismatch was on purpose. So imagine these are like PG rated characters that end up in like an R rated world where they have like no plot armor or like convenience and they have to just try and actually survive in like a world that actually wants to kill them. That's kind of fun. Yeah. The premise for the manga is that it's like Naruto in Doom and then you just see yeah. like where they're <laughs> like, we have to be friends. And then they're like stabbed through the face and they're like, how do we deal with this? Someone's just like, G-Call, I will look resisting. And then you just, someone's head just gets blown off. And, that, yeah. and it's like the bottom jaw and the blood's coming out. Multi-kill. I'd read that. All right, we'll pitch that. I think that that would have been good if the tonal mismatch was on purpose and do something interesting with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since it was not on purpose, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But shall we go on to miscellaneous thoughts? Let's do it. All right, Jeremy, though, I know okay. we are nearing the end, but do you mind telling us what are some like little thoughts that didn't quite fit into the rest of the recording so far? I think it's interesting that the Federation's power levels are really dumb. Like, they're like, this is the eighth most powerful <laughs> wizard in the world, and he's dead. So good. Like, yeah. it's just immediately they all die. Yeah, a lot of professionals die during the series. Do you notice that the Federation seems to exist in a, like, atomic bomb mushroom cloud-shaped building? Is that is that on purpose? I don't know why. I didn't even notice that. Just what it looked like to me. I don't know. Maybe people disagree. Maybe I'm reading too far into it. I'm trying to see if I can find one. You might be, you might not be. Maybe it's maybe it's supposed to represent uh, America. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, why are you asking me? It's not like I host a manga podcast or talking about <laughs> manga. Uh, David, what are you saying? I mean, the whole implication of this series is that they're kind of black water soldiers that are just fighting in an endless like war that clearly is just to manifest the industrial complex. Yeah, and some of them do cooking. Yeah, that's true. And there, there's some medics. There you go. What a what an interesting world we have. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of, by the way, the rankings and shit, did you notice that having less stars means your higher rank, which goes against pretty much every ranking system ever established? Yes, because it's based on the the, de- the density of stars, right? That's what they said. <sighs> yes. You gotta be dense. <laughs> yes. be dense like Jordan. Very strange. Exactly. I am the number three ranked golem artist in the world. <laughs> I wish they called them golem artists. That'd be fun. Yeah, that makes sense. Golem farts. Golem fart. I, we definitely, no, we said double farts when we read double arts. There's a big translation issue. They have a lot of typos. They're missing words. Things are yeah. written out wrong. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's, it was a fan translation because no one's going to pay to translate. Oh, interesting. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Cool. I like that more then. Yeah. If you ever want to read manga, so Viz tr- has a lot of officially translated stuff professionally. Like, we've actually had a professional translator on the show for a series he covered. Very cool. So, yeah, uh, it's two bucks a month, so you can read it. Actually, I think it's free now to read every chapter once. So it's actually really nice to just read manga on the train. That's how when I do mine. Hey, Viz, sponsor us. Yeah, sponsor us, Viz. <laughs> sponsor us, Viz. Cover our $2 a month manga subscription. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so another miscellaneous spot I had is, I think one of the more clever things the series did was, did you see when Air was talking about being hungry, the... The, the, or the bread, her panel was shaped like a bread lo- loaf of bread. That's fun. It was. It was fun. I liked how Noah's whole thing is that he's a golem and all he knows is his dad. And so his dad is really bad at making bread. So that's his idea of what good bread is. If like burned, <laughs> blackened bread. I mean, he's not human, so you can't really fault him. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then my last one is Nyx definitely looks like a JoJo stand, and it probably would have been called Sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 
that's it for me. I have one more. Just reading it was interesting because years ago I wrote a pilot for a like Pokemon inspired comedy show <laughs> where the idea was that it was like, what if Pokemon was like a comedy written for adults and set in like my <laughs> own version of Pokemon. And I animated before I even wrote the pilot, I animated like two little shitty cartoons for it years ago. And in that, because I was trying to come up with my own version of Pokemon, I named them Golemon with like the idea that they were like sort of my version of Pokemon are Golem. So it's fun to see someone do a similar idea honestly pretty similar idea but uh really bad <laughs> yeah it's like uh they just made your parody yeah kind of kind of i just imagine jeremy during this recording just deleted that script off of his hard drive <laughs> like, god damn it you can find Stole. it online baby <laughs> go watch it on youtube oh god that was gonna be my cash cow it's about a young boy named noah who loves his dad oh well, that's really cute maybe i'll name my kid noah <laughs> Oh, man. But anyway, let's go to the final verdict where we can say what doesn't suck when we give some recommendations. So, y'all ready to move? Mm -hmm. We're going to kick things off with some six-word summaries. Tucker was unfortunately under the weather, so we don't have one, but I'm looking forward to his for the next series. So, we've got three this week. From Zylon, we have, at least it's not Duran Duran. That's the <laughs> series I've been, sh the other series I've been shitting out. So, good call out, Zylon. Or it's also not Duran Dororan. Yeah. Next up, we have ZZ Digital. <laughs> what if Clay could have feelings coming to you soon from Pixar? Brutal. <laughs> and T Wolfwood, Worst Black Clover with Cool Dad. Nice. Those are solid. So, Jeremy, how about you? What is your six word summary? Eh, cut to four years later. I love it. <laughs> how about you, Jordan? Good dad, good son, bad plot. I like it. So, I had two, so I'm curious. So, my first one is Let's Leave Hearts to the Plane of Tears. Hmm. And my second one was Four Kids Double of a Better Series. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the first one was stronger now that I say them both. It's a recurring theme in my life right now, I guess. Hey, you know, that's okay. That's okay. First idea, best idea. That's how it works. I just knew we had a writer on the show, so I really wanted to bring my A game. <laughs> you gotta bring, like, some heaters in here. You don't want to just know, throw right? out some random bullshit you came up with five seconds, like, uh, good dad, good son, bad plot or something. <laughs> <laughs> it gets to the golem heart of it. The golem heart of it. Oh, yeah. the golem heart of it. Hey, oh, oh, bazinga. By the way, I found the mushroom cloud building. I posted it in Discord. Discord, if you want to see. Oh, yes, I appreciate it. So Jeremy has posted it in the Patreon chat. So if you pay us money, you can see that picture. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Jeremy, I love the branding. Good. Great idea. Good. You're welcome. Yes, yes. Jeremy, though, so the way that things work here is we have three tiers. We have not a flop, a flop, and a certified flop. A certified flop being, man, I really hate myself for having read this. So how does this fall on the flop spectrum? I would say this is a certified flop for me. Oof. It's 100% of every manga I've ever read, Ed. <laughs> I don't think I'd recommend it to my friends. Not even the series, just manga. You wouldn't recommend manga to your friends. If you see black and white drawings, run. It's like <laughs> Miyazaki where he said anime was a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did say that, yes. Yes. I think he actually did say that. It's just taken out super out of context. So Jeremy, then, since he thought this was a flaw, what should someone check out instead? So speaking of Miyazaki, the manga I've always wanted to read, but I've never gotten around to, is I've always wanted to check out the Nausicaa Valley of the Wind manga. So Ooh, I think people should cool. read that and then tweet at me if it's good or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. How about you, Jordan? Is this a flop or not? Yeah, this is definitely a flop. It's hard for me to call it a certified flop because, my God, some of the shit we have read recently has been so fucking dire that, yeah. like, it makes this series seem a lot better. Like, in terms of quality, yeah, I would say that it is a certified flop, but I can't hate it. Yeah. I read that and I'm like, well, that was dumb, but it was also kind of harmless and there yeah, was, like, sure. some cute stuff, whatever. You don't feel dirty. 
I didn't need a shower like after we read School Judgment oh, or Bill that's King. Fair, oh, that's fair. That's fair. Oh. Yeah, Jeremy, if you want to read something bad that actually, sorry, no, that series don't. is by a pedophile. Um, <laughs> Jordan, what's something really bad not by a pedophile? Tokyo Shinobi Squad. Yeah, Tokyo Shinobi Squad. There you go. <laughs> we'll check our list and see what's been translated on the Viz site uh, professionally. But yeah, I am with you all. This series is just not good. I think I'm with you, Jordan. This is a not. This is a normal flop. I think our rank of like near the bottom of D tier is correct. It's just there's nothing it does atrociously. It just literally does nothing good. It, this is a five out of ten. I think it does some things pretty atrociously, but not in a way that like made me absolutely hate myself. And and like you can't follow it, but it isn't like completely spaghetti like fucking oh my god. Bokasan? Philosophy school or Bokasan. Yeah. yeah. Just where it's just you read it and you're just like, what is happening at any point right now? You know where you are in the physical setting. They just let anybody write these things. They do. In Pokestan, I misread the order of three chapters and I read them in the proper <laughs> order and I was just as confused. <laughs> I'd be curious with at least this one. I'd wonder. I wonder if the writer like has some sort of internal lore that he knows or if I wonder if he's just like, fuck it. A lot of manga writers literally go like Dragon Ball Z, literally Toriyama's like, let's find out what happens this week because I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So for context, he made each of these chapters in about seven days. Sure. That's like the timeline. Like, this is not great, but to get this done in seven days is extremely impressive. All right, well, good for him. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, Jordan, I forgot to ask. So what should someone check out instead of this series? I think that you guys should check out the uh, the Jewish klezmer band Golem. Hmm. There you go. I like it. They got some cool albums. Uh, they got like a cute little drawing of a golem as their logo. And I really like that guy. And yeah, it's uh, they're a bunch of really talented musicians and it's fun. Just like you. Thank you. It means so much to me. Oh, oh. love yeah. you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. What did you think about it, David? You got any uh, you got any recommendations? So I actually was going to originally recommend Tecopi's Original Sin, which is like this really happy alien that's goal is to bring joy to people. And he meets like a daughter who's just like abused by her parents and it's like gets really fucked up. <laughs> so literally, if you want to be like, oh, let's see some Disney characters in a fucked up situation. That's like <laughs> kind of that vibe. Cool. And it's only 16 chapters that uh, you actually can read that whole thing professionally translate online. If that catches your interest, Jeremy, I can send you a link to that after this. Sounds cool. But the series I think is probably the best thing to read instead is Jordan Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, which is literally about people fighting golems. And that is probably one of the best written series I have ever read, Jeremy. It's one of like two manga that's made me cry. Wow. It has perhaps the best like first three pages of any manga ever. The opening sentence. That's a good sell. Just three pages. It's really good. Yeah. I feel like whenever people recommend stuff, they're like, you got to check out One Piece. It will take you 10 years. Yes. Yes. I had to catch up on One Piece this year for a podcast, and that was a very difficult experience. <laughs> wow. That was a lot of chapters. But David, you mentioned all the time that Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer made you cry. What was the other series that made you cry? Is it Gurren Lagann? Bill King. Oh, yes. We all cry about Bill King. Yes, so Jordan, though, I guess this stays in the middle. I don't think we need to change our ranking of low D tier. I feel good about that. No, when I read the one shot, I was like, hey, this is like, this is like a high C tier. This is a lot better than I remember it. And then I got to the main tier. I was like, no, no, this is Golden Hearts. Right. I remember why. Yeah. All right. But we've talked about enough crap. Why don't we get into some, I was trying to think of like a positive where it starts with the letter C. Cookie. Things that are crepe. Uh, so we get into, I don't even know what that means. Some crepe expectations. Some crepe. It's the name of my bookstore. That's also <laughs> a bakery, the crepe expectations. All right, let's go to shout outs. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us on this show. Thanks for having me. 
I know you didn't have the best manga experience, but hopefully you at least had a good recording experience. Do you mind telling everyone the awesome things that they can check out, especially instead of reading Golem Hearts? I have a podcast called Deep Dive in the Shallow End that you can listen to, and it's on the podcast apps that you already have. And then um, I always feel weird recommending when people say, like, how to find a podcast. Like, everyone knows how to do that. Yeah. And then because you were talking about it earlier, I will give you guys a scoop. Ooh. On July 15th, I'm pretty sure July 15th, so I don't know, follow me online to make sure. But I'm going to be hosting a live show in New York with Ballin' Out Super's Alex Patak. What? Oh, oh my God. In uh, Manhattan. So if you like uh, that stuff. Wait, no joke. I will like, I live in Manhattan. I will come to that. Oh yeah, dude. Hell yeah. If you can send me a link to it, how much are tickets? It's so early, it's not confirmed. So I will send okay. it to you, but it's, it'll be a caveat. Probably like so 10 cut bucks. this part out of the episode unless uh, so unless you <laughs> tell us that it is uh, confirmed. It's like pretty <laughs> confirmed. It's like, okay, cool. Unless I fuck up something, it will uh, it will happen. As long as you let us know before we put out the episode, just be like, hey guys, I actually got canceled and Alex refuses <laughs> to talk to me yeah. ever again, so please cut that out. After he made the best tweet of all time about gender reveal parties, he just got too big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Alex no longer wants to work with me. He, uh, Lauren hired him for that tweet. (laughs) He is now on SNL, and I'm doing it by myself. Oh, finally, Lauren. (laughs) Called him up to the big times. Yeah, once Lauren read uh, Patak's pilot script, Pedophile High School, he was like, get this guy. I remember Pedophile High School. The audio drama of Pedophile High School that he did is one of my favorite podcasts ever made. Oh, my oh, God. Jordan, remember the one issue comic we made called Johnny the Forgetful Pedophile? <laughs> we had one joke, and I think that was all the material, where it was a guy who goes up to like a little girl and says, hey, you want to get in my van? She goes, sure. And he just drops her off. And then it just shows him at his house going, wait, God damn it. We were 14. We were 14. <laughs> That's probably about the level of my writing quality still is that that is a 14 year old. So I'm about even with the Golem Hearts writer. I'm pretty sure if you go back to that Tokyo Shinobi Squad episode when I mentioned, I think I mentioned Pedophile High School and I think David told that exact story. (laughs) I just want to impress Jeremy, okay? He's friends with Alex Patak. I know, Senpai is here. We must allow Senpai to notice us. I get it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll let him know. I'll, I'll forward that info to him. Cool, cool. <laughs> but Jeremy, is there anything else you want to discuss? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Look me, uh, Google me or whatever. You'll figure it out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. So speaking of people that I respect, I want to give props to Jordan for making the opening ending theme, being a great co-host and helping with editing. Props to Mer Lyle for the awesome cover art. You can find her online at Lyle Mer and Nigel for being our generous art benefactor. Thank you, Dylan, for assistance for editing. You can find his podcast, Anime Out of Context, at AnimeOutOfContext.com. Thanks to Tucker for assistance with pronunciation, translation, other miscellaneous research. Thank you to T-Root. Ozzy Rat and T Wolfwood for being our awesome transcription volunteers. You can find them on the site as they become available. Jordan, is there anything you want to add to that? Uh, yeah, David, I would like to thank you for editing and anything else that I want to talk about. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for editing, David, and doing everything that you do. You mean a lot to me. Oh, thanks, babe. And you can find us on Twitter at Shonen Flopcast and our website, shonenflop.com. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, wherever else you get your podcast. And if you're not in it, join the Shonen Flop Discord. It's open to everyone, patron or not. Come hang out with us and talk about anime games or whatever else is on your mind. We also have a monthly movie night. We just saw The Birdcage, which was awesome. I love that, yeah. And you can find a link to it in the show notes or on our site. And if you've been enjoying the show and want to help us keep going, I mean, it's year two. Let's make it to year three. Yeah. Consider becoming a patron. Listen, you could be joining us in this call right now. 
Give us some money. Get some awesome exclusive things like HD art, early access to episodes and exclusive content like listening to our thoughts on Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer and PPPP, which is at 33 chapters, Jordan. Yes! I really can't believe it every fucking time. I'm so happy. On that note, I just want to read off some of our awesome patrons. First of all, I want to thank our totally awesome Chainsaw Man patrons. We got Teared Out to Ghost, and when you talk, chaos fucking happens, and I forget who I am. Moving on down to the Dolphin Dad. Speaking of quality dads, we've got T Wolfwood, aka Tracking, Roving Animals for All Loving Girls and Raccoons of Wolfwood. Moving down to the King of the Forest, we have Albie, Cram, Gabe Landau, Jacob Andrew Galloway, Josh Robinson, Mark, Marty, Rachel, my lovely girlfriend. I hope your tummy is feeling better after you ate all that banana pudding. <laughs> Scarlet Myrmidon, <laughs> Solman Munt Martinez, and the BB King, BB The. All that's left now is let's go to sign-offs. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next Monday as we give our thoughts on a series that has only three letters in its name. What could they be? You'll have to try and take a guess. This has been David. This has been Jordan. This has been Jeremy. Congrats on two years. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, David, what have they been listening to? They've been listening to Shonen Flop. Keep on flopping floppers. Yeah. Yeah.